Hey, Lulu here. Whether we are romping through science, music, politics, technology, or feelings, we seek to leave you seeing the world anew. Radiolab adventures right on the edge of what we think we know, wherever you get podcasts. At yesterday's hearings in the House of Representatives, this interesting question was addressed to Secretary of State John Kerry by Representative Steve Shabbat of Ohio. Did the British Parliament not rejected uh, Prime Minister Cameron on the Syria issue? Would President Obama have bothered to come to Congress? I believe he absolutely would have. I think the president was thinking about this. There were discussions to some degree about whether or not it should happen. He hadn't made up his mind. He certainly didn't announce it to us. But my personal belief is yes. Hmm. The president would have asked Congress, according to John Kerry, even if British Prime Minister David Cameron hadn't lost his vote in Parliament last week, where he was seeking authorization to intervene in Syria. The U.S. and Britain not seeing eye to eye on military matters in our time is unusual. Joining us now is Andrew Mitchell, a member of parliament, former cabinet minister. Welcome. Good day. So how do you view this uh, vote? Is it a legacy of the Blair days? You know them well. Uh, Are are the British uh, MPs and the British people possibly, uh, you know, had it with the cooperating with the United States? Well, there's no doubt that during the debate uh, in the House of Commons, the ghost of the Blair debates was uh, ever present. Is there a move to reconsider? And would the reconsideration be because of the so-called special relationship between the US and Britain? Well, everyone in the House of Commons, everyone in Britain is very focused, I think, on the humanitarian catastrophe that is taking place in Syria and affecting, you know, Turkey and Lebanon and Jordan as well. Now, to your question of whether or not the government will bring back this uh, motion um, or any motion to the House of Commons on this, the Prime Minister has made it absolutely clear that he does not intend to do so. But, you know, in politics, it's unwise to say uh, that you'll never say never. And if the situation changes then I argue that the government should be willing to come back to the House of Commons and reconsider the matter. And, you know, things are changing. We've had the release of American intelligence, German intelligence yesterday. We had the appalling attack by a Syrian jet fighter on a primary school using napalm. You know, all of this builds up to a a different picture. And I think as events change, we'll see what the US Congress and... uh, Uh, the House do. But, um, you know, in the end, if the Congress and the Senate uh, support the president, if there's a motion which gets agreement, that will be discussed in Britain and people will, you know, they may make a a different conclusion in due course in the light of events. Certainly the chance that things will change and get even worse in Syria is uh, likely, if not uh, actually taking place minute by minute. But I'm wondering if Something else is driving this as well, and that is a well-known British, um, shall we say, intolerance for being kind of out of the loop and irrelevant in world affairs. The idea that France is, is ahead of London on this one must feel a little odd to the average Brit. Well, it does to those who who take that view. Of course, there are others who will argue that it's right not to have to take military action and and they won't be feeling that. You know, this is an issue which splits the country. And according to recent polling, you know, the majority of Brits don't believe it's right to join with America in this uh, military action. I am in the minority. I uh, believe passionately that it's the right thing to do. I was the British 
humanitarian lead and development secretary until last year. I've seen uh, for myself the appalling refugee and humanitarian catastrophe that has engulfed the region. I've uh, looked into the eyes of children who have been shot at as they came across the Syrian border into Jordan. A million children now have fled out of that country. Two million refugees. This is the biggest movement of people on earth since 1994 and the Rwandan genocide, when nearly two million people stampeded over the border from Rwanda into Goma and the Congo. So there won't be a military solution to this. The solution will come from the protagonists uh, negotiating. But uh, is military action uh, part of getting to that point? In my view, the answer is yes. Andrew Mitchell, Member of Parliament for Sutton Coldfield in the UK. Thanks so much. Thank you.